This is Aussies on NBA, Australia's number one NBA podcast. With the NBA Oracle, Sneaky Pete from the Dark Web, and the natural Matty LeBron. Yes, welcome to Aussies on NBA. We're joined by the NBA Oracle and Sneaky Pete from the Dark Web, and we're going to be talking about NBA with the Aussie perspective. I'm joined by Sneaky Pete from the Dark Web. Hello. And at the other end of the line, I've got the NBA Oracle. Oracle? Sneaky. I don't have the Oracle. The Oracle says he's there. Can the Oracle hear us? I don't know. This tends to happen when he comes back from holidays. Yeah, it's terrible. There's always some gremlin. I miss him. Yeah, yeah, he can hear us, but we can't hear him, uh, which is usually a sign that he's doing something wrong. <laughs> yeah, uh, it sounds like Oracle could be at the other end. You there, Oracle? Boys, can you hear me? Oh, yes. There he is. Ah, oh, there we go. Oracle, uh, what is it about you coming back from holidays and your rig not working? I don't know. Is it, is it because I'm like in a holiday kind of mode and I'm not checking everything twice like I normally do? What happened? Did you forget to plug your mic in, or what, what was the what was the issue this time? I forgot to plug my mic in. <laughs> I had it at my face, ready to talk, but yes. it wasn't plugged in. That can happen, Pete. Rookie error. It yeah. can happen. Yeah, that can happen. It's like the time when I forgot to turn Pete's mic up, and uh, yeah, multiple Is times. Is my sound okay? Yeah. I can't really tell because um, Matt's got that horrible sound from last week. Remember, oh, it's coming no. through the headphones. So I might be missing a bit. That is terrible. Poor old guest one. Um, mm. I'm sorry, Sneak. I don't know that I can really change anything. Um, oh, yeah, I just don't think I, I've got anything to change that can help you. Uh, Story Oracle, of my life. Yes. Oracle, <sighs> Sneak and I were sort of pondering what would be the best way to, to start the show. Today. Can I say something first? Hey. Can I say something first? I've got to get something off my chest. It's been eating me in all week. Okay. Last week, I was painting this ap- apoplectic picture of the Tyrese Halliburton injury. Yes. Get home. Made a whole hoopla about it on air. Get home. Grade one hamstring strain. I do that getting out of bed. I was going to say, I actually have two grade one hamstring strains right now. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. He's rolling around. He's, he cried. Was he bunging it on or? Oh, I don't know. The, the towel over the head to carry mm. off. It was, he, like he, it was like a farewell for the season. He's not known for his toughness though, is he? Like he's well, he's not known at all. Like he's only just happened upon the scene. Is he? Has he got a reputation as a... Like, let's just face the facts. Well, I know he missed most of last year, didn't he, Pete? Yeah, he did. He had, I think it was a hand. Okay. Are you going to go on record, Pete, and predict a future Anthony Davis-style career for Tyrese Halliburton? Oh. We'll see if he gets in a wheelchair with a head injury. That's, <laughs> that's, really, that's really the standard, right, isn't it? All, all wuss bag, what are you doing kind of... Scenarios all are judged against AD in the wheelchair, right? Yes. Oh, that's well, how I do it. Well, I he doesn't. He doesn't have a Marcus Smart there to tell him to toughen up, though. Well, was either Mar- you need some vets. Is it Markeith Morris Mar-Keith. or Mar- yes. Marcus Morris Senior? One of those guys. What about with the um, the neck collar on? Um, the whiplash from the joke from yeah, Joker's wearing uh, the yeah, like as if he's about to go into. The People's Court and Judge Wapen is about to Maloof give him ten thousand dollars or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's claiming compo. Yeah, um, look, I thought a good place to start because I've been hearing a little bit about it lately was the return of I wouldn't say the prodigal son, but of Draymond Green. Ooh. He's back, Oracle. With a vengeance, he's back. and what a difference he made today. He ended up with 24 minutes. He scored seven points, yep. 
three turnovers, four fouls, one steal, four assists, and seven rebounds. But what about the leadership? The inspirational play? That's what they've been missing. What, blowing a lead? He came in off the bench. They were up up by 12 going into the fourth. (laughs) That's right. And he was playing against the G League team today. Literally. GG. That's right. <laughs> I think uh, wasn't a yeah. Didn't GG top score? GG Jackson. Today? Yep. Oh no, yeah. one of the other rookies, uh, that Williams Junior. He top scored, and GG was second. So Draymond, dark days ahead Draymond for the for the Warriors. Dark days. Or or are the Grizzlies just better than we think? A baneless Grizzlies. <laughs> yeah. No, no Bane, Morant. No Morant. Plus all the other. No uh, smart. Yeah, yeah, Smart was out, plus all the other guys that are out of that team. Yeah. Um, Grizzlies are currently uh, have won 15 games uh, and are at a third, of, third from the bottom of the Western 60% Conference. of them with Moran. <laughs> well, they're only, they're only one spot behind the Warriors on the table, you know. Gee. So... Is that, should, um, should Steve... Kerr's job be is well, is, is someone gonna say address the monkey in the, in the room? room? Yeah, hold or on, the Pete, elephant hold or on. the monkey? Or hold on, the monkey Pete, in the room. If if they get rid of Steve Kerr, who else is going to be the spokesperson for the league? The heart, you know, the 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 brains of the league. You know, every time uh, something happens, Oracle in the community, he's there to comment on yeah, that. Oracle, it's obvious to me. They d- they did the same with Doc Rivers. You immediately make him a commentator yes. on one of the big channels. You know, ABC. Right. One... It ruffles my feathers, that. How can you capitulate? And every, everything since the Celtics is horrible. Mm. And he gets a... a what, what, An analyst. What's, what's Doc Rivers got on the NBA? Okay. He's Pete. got dirt on people. No, he no, gets no. jobs. Pete. He gets have, jobs. Have you ever heard the old saying... You got to learn from your mistakes. I don't want to hear what he has to say. <laughs> yeah, but mate, he's an analyst, and if anyone's made mistakes in the NBA, it's him. How come he can't analyze a game of basketball to get the ball to goddamn Embiid? <laughs> get it to the big <laughs> how fella. Good, how good is it? Yeah. It's basketball one-one. <laughs> yeah. Get the ball to the guy that's scoring, yeah. no matter what. Yeah. Blame James Harden all you want. See that big fella hey, in the he, middle he, that's scoring all the baskets? Get it to him. If James yeah, Harden's he, not he, giving him B the ball, bench him. Yeah. <laughs> like, you you could be doing? talking about the next coach of the Los Angeles Lakers, the way you're going. Ooh. He could be the next guy. Really? If Darvin Ham, I mean, the Lakers played well today. You can talk about that if you want. I'll watch that game. Yeah. But uh, if Darvin Ham is out, Doc Rivers is the front runner to take that job. Well, it's a wonder they don't try and poach Steve Kerr. Doc Rivers has won more games than I've had hot dinners, I'll tell you that. I'll tell you this, Oracle. Um, I've been listening to all these people talk about how they're going to solve the Warriors, you know. Do they go all out and use up some draft capital and bring some better guys in? Do they get rid of Wiggins and get someone else in? Do they do this, do that? And I'm thinking the obvious thing you do first is you get rid of the coach. Like, how can Wiggins go from being, well, one of the most instrumental players in, in, in the, being a difference maker to them winning championships? Two years ago. To being rubbish. I've got to get rid of him. Yeah. How does that happen? He's not injured. It, well... Pete might know because of his dark web ties, but something happened to him that kept him out of the game for a long time. That was wasn't physical. It was something off the court. This wiggle since he's come yeah. back, he hasn't been the same guy. It was something with his father, I think it was. I don't know the details on that. It's a mystery. It's like Kelly Oubre's hit and run. Who yeah. was it? Mm. What was the motive? Mm. Is it you know the butler in the den with the candlestick? Okay, like, so what happened with that? So let's say you've got a, a guy that's got all the tools, all the ability, but his head's not right. It's the coach. The coach and, and, the, and behind the, the people behind the coach who have got to get that guy right and ready to play. Like um, Carl Anthony Towns, Oracle, 
he had ups and downs and, you know, wasn't playing well and this and yeah. that. Um, they're at the top of the league at the moment. I'm not saying it's all him, but he's in That's the squad. That's a great comparison. Is it? That's a great comparison, yeah, because he looked like he, he just was never going to get there. You bring in a different coach, you bring in some other professional players like Conley and, and Gobert, and he looks like a completely different player now. I mean, he, he still has his moments. He yeah. still does some dumb things. But on the whole, if you're a Timberwolves fan, you'd be very happy where Cat is right now. Well, if, if you think about where he was, you know, before. But exactly. so to me, I like the amount of money these guys are on and the amount when you trade low, Pete, like, mate, you've been on the stock market. You get highs and lows in your, in your stocks. Are you going to trade low when you think the thing can bounce back? And if there's a chance of it bouncing back, I know there's not much you can do when you're just a shareholder, but if you've got a, uh, an athletic team out there, well, maybe the coaching could be something you look at. Anyway, that's my answer. Matt, Matty, can I just say one thing about that before you move on? Yeah. To do with the coach, when Draymond was doing all that stuff and he punched his teammate and the team did nothing about it, did Kerr lose the locker room then with all the young blokes? We talked about it at the time, Oracle. And we said that. But do you think that's that's when he lost the team? Has well, it been from there? I'd say yes. Like, because what... Um... What are they thinking? I'm going to have to cop not only doing laps, not only getting sitting on a bench watching, you know, them get beat, but also have to cop a Draymond punch in the head. And if I look at him the wrong yeah. way, and Kerr goes out there and defends him to the hilt. Yeah. Like, that, really? That's destroyed the it, team. Well, they should have fired him right there and then. They had calls. Yep. yep. Oh, Draymond. Yeah. Yeah. Here's here's. I've got a slightly different perspective. They were probably the worst winners. Just don't like the dancing. No one does. No, but dancing's part of it, Pete, but also the dream on carrying on. Um, And then the excuses made by the coaching staff. They weren't really a team of uh, high moral stand-up sort of guys, to me, they're always um, a team that were um, self-impressed, self-absorbed individuals that would, you know, the, the dance and carry on, saw winners or bad winners and, and saw losers type thing. And, and, and I think part of it is the psychology of a team that had a really good run, got a few injuries, obviously, and, and had... A, had a little bit of time off the winning um, scenario and then they come back and win again they go from that thinking we're untouchable unbeatable what we say goes you can't tell me nothing we come from that to they're a little bit slower they start missing a few extra shots the egos are so high that what sort of locker room is it when you got these big egos who are underperforming and these young guys trying to come up and they're trying to integrate them together unsuccessfully. I I think part of it is is that a realization that these guys that have taken us all this way haven't got it anymore. And then like Pete have you, have you ever played sport with like an absolute gun and like you always know that you're, you're in it if so-and-so fires, you know? Baz. There you go. But if they don't have that guy firing, they're not in it. What does that do to your morale? And well, then you still got these guys who are up themselves and... Uh, they tried the ultimate balancing act. Win now and tomorrow. Yeah. They thought they can keep that, like, they thought they could trade well and and uh pick well and have the assets and try and fit in everyone in this uh kind of scheme that's designed to win now and win tomorrow so i think rather than the 
team going downhill with the Draymond Punch Oracle. I think the Draymond Punch was almost a um, a response to, to yeah to where they were at the time, which was uh, going downhill. And I think where how they ended up where they are now is the you know the drafting of Wiseman, the um, Jordan I, Poole scenario. I disagree a little. Okay. I thought that punch and everything was involved with money. That's how. That's what made it disgusting. Yeah. I thought I th- it looked. You know, it just had the feeling that this little smart ass, who's one of the pool yeah. party, yes. thinks he's worth this much. So, and on my contracts up, I want the four twenty. Yeah. He, like, what did he get? He got eighty, I think. And I want my money, and this guy's not going to let me have my money. He's no good. I just had that feel about it because all those contracts were going on at that time, around yeah. that time. So yeah, but and, and yeah, I, I take that, Pete, your point. Yeah, it's a great point, Maddie. And on top of that, uh, Pete, the guy who is the leader of like the general manager, he quits just when all these things are starting to get tough. You know that boss, that leader that brought them in and everything, he's gone as well. It seems like it's just, the whole organization is just all. All a ratty sort of uh, ragtag group now. Yeah. There's no humility there. That's no. the that's the problem. There's no humility at all. They still think they're like the style guys of the league. They still think they're playing this like exciting, great brand of basketball, putting bums on seats, highlight reel, Christmas yeah. Day, and they're they're ordinary. Like everyone's getting um yeah, yeah getting excited about the Polish guy. But, like, is it excitement? Is it like, oh, wow? Or is it just uh, novelty that, hey, this rookie's come in and he's making some shots because Wiggles can't? You know, like, yeah. is that what it is? Well, I, I wonder if, in hindsight, if they should have done, rather than doing a what they did with bringing these young guys through, um, a, Sun, a Phoenix Suns. Got rid of their draft capital, got as much um, talent in terms of veterans as they could, knowing that veterans might have a more stable mindset um, to help them through the ups and downs, and and maybe just like given up on the future anyway. It was arrogance. Like, uh, yeah, Sh- arrogance. Ship yeah. it, ship we- everyone. Win now. You only got Curry for a couple more years. Yeah. Like trouble was, Maddie, just like the Nuggets sort of thought, okay, let's get some young guys in. With that team, the Warriors, they're already like the most expensive team in history. Yeah. So to bring in more veterans, they, they knew they had to have some younger talent there, but they just chose wrong. They could have had LaMelo Ball. They could have had a whole range of plays. They, they could have had um, Pete's favorite who just got injured the other day, the one with the uh, Dickie hamstring. They could Halliburton. Have had him. Halliburton. And like he would have been perfect for those guys, but yeah. <laughs> they just drafted wrong. Yeah, but everyone, you know, throw a rock in the air, you hit someone that's drafted badly. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, I know. But they had a few bites at that cherry, and they just needed one to land, and they didn't get anybody. Kaminga's got something to be at him. Well, Kaminga's uh, the it's problem too late for him. You know what's bad is he's up for that big contract now, and they don't play him, so he he's. He's got the shits and rightably so. Yeah. So I guess in a nutshell, you know who the silver lining is for this whole um, Warriors debacle is at the moment? Kevin Durant. For the Warriors. Kevin Durant's a silver lining, is he? I'm saying a, a silver lining is that for him is that he's not part of that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Dario Saric. Oh. <laughs> There's something there with him. <laughs> I watched him play the other day, and Curry and Saric and Tom- It's hardly a headline act. Come it's on. It's not a headline. Saric and Looney. Yeah, well, they played them together today, but... Exactly. There's, <laughs> there's something there, and whether it ends up being Draymond, Saric... Um, uh, Kaminga, Curry, and Thompson with Wiggins and Looney in the in the bench with um, Pozemski and 
not sure. There could be something there. But if there is, they're so far down on the table. You know, they've got 18 wins. They're, they're two wins out of the plane. Well, the Lakers have only got 20. And people are still talking about the Lakers like they're savable. But I just don't know that they get it together. They get a little run together. And let's just say they end up in, you know, 7, 8, 9, 10 in the plane. Then what? They're up against the Timberwolves, OKC, or Denver in the first round, depending who finishes where. Well, they're done. That's it. So yeah, they're done. The, the dynasty, they're going to be up against one of the top so teams. You're at saying best. trade Curry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Throwing it out at you, Pete. <laughs> okay, here we go. Curry, fantasy if, curry trades? If you're a ballsy GM, knowing that this team's done. Yeah. Do you trade curry? No, nah, I'm shipping Clay. It's He's the last. He's Just going get rid down. of everyone. Get, get rid of everyone. If you must do something drastic, yeah. it'll be something like that. And just have a, um, a farewell tour for him for a couple of years, you know, Curry, go out and jack up threes. We've got a whole bunch of rebounders around I think around there's him. a market for Kaminga. I think there's a, a, a market for Wiggles. Now, if, if you're just doing the Curry farewell tour... Who would you it, have? It, oh, Chris Paul. You couldn't get rid of him. He'd have to be there. Would he? Yeah, come on. He'd have to be there because it'd be his as well. Would you keep Draymond? Like, cause no. You want, you want it to be good vibes. You don't want fights and ejections and stuff. So you get rid of him... And you get rid of the the injured horse. Are you, you put saying him down. that? Are you saying that a Curry, Chris Paul farewell tour, like yeah, city nice. that's playing back to backs in cities with a bunch uh, of nice young guys like Kaminga and, and these guys, and then get rid of and keep Sarish, but get rid of um, Draymond. And, well, I'm not getting rid of too many now. Like, yeah, keeping too many. I'm getting rid of Draymond. I'm getting Pajeski. I'm getting rid of Clay Thompson. I'm getting rid of Wiggins. I'm getting rid of Looney. I'm getting rid of... I'd tell you what, I'd, I'd take He's Clay Thompson at the 76ers. Eh? You'd love Clay Thompson on the 76ers? Oh, it'd be interesting. Really? Yeah. $40 million? Uh, we've got that spot. Isn't he on an expiring Oracle? Yeah, but he wants his $40 million at least. He's not going to get it. Yeah. He's going to give him that. Well, we should uh, detour but, but, but into... But I think, Maddie to trade him... To trade for him, that's how much you got to give up in salary. Right? So what are you putting together to, to bring Clay over? Well, he's expiring, isn't he? So it's just for six months. Yeah, but you still got to pay that matching salary back to them. Yes. Yeah. We so can get to 40. Give well, if, Marcus, worth? if Marcus Morris is on 15, I think we could scrape up for 40. You could maybe you could maybe um, just wait for him to not, not get signed and sign him it for like fifteen. Well, where would he go for, on the open market for forty? Who would have no him? one? No one. No one. That's the trouble though. To trade him out, Matt, to just say okay, get rid of him. Someone's going to have to want to do that trade first, and then have to pay him something. Okay. Right? Like, what about what about the? Um, I know someone who wouldn't mind taking an expiring contract. The Bulls. For Zach Levine. Zach's back. Yep. He's not playing too bad. Oracle? Well, I don't know if, how the Bulls would be that interested in it. Because no. it's just expiring contract. Expiring, maybe. Yeah. I don't think if it's expiring, yeah, but the Bulls are going to blow. That's the team that's going to blow up, isn't it? That's going to be torn down to sh to shreds, right? In yeah, the off season. And then you take a big expiring contract like Clay, and you say, mate, you want to come back? We'll give you 15. Tell you what, Kobe White's uh, trade value has definitely gone up. Mate, yeah. And Pete, I want to know your opinion on the fans of the Bulls when uh, that controversy about when Jerry Krause's name was mentioned the other night. Oh, the booing. That was pretty yeah. unsavory, wasn't it? I miss this guy. I mean, happened? he's dead. What? The Widow. Oh, they, oh, they had some 1996 uh, commemorative uh, hoopla, la-di-da. And um, 
Krause's uh, widow came out and his name was announced and they all start booing. And she, elderly lady, it kind of rattled her. Did she cry? Yeah, oh, she didn't look comfortable. Yeah, like it was it was a sad moment. Sad moment for no sports. Class. Those Bulls fans, they've got no class. They Did do? you hear what they said after oh, like, that announcer goes, oh, this is Chicago, this is not Boston or Philly or New York? Like he was oh, some, even you know. Worse. Yeah. That's, that's even worse. Yeah. No, Matt, like, Matt, do you, do you boo guys that are dead because you didn't like one of their moves well, or something? Well, well give me an example. Did? Nah. Hansi well, Kronje. So he put the team together, right? That I won like the Hansi championship. Kronje. So did I. Hey, yeah. <laughs> eh? Oracle? Yeah. And, and the thing was, is you know how Michael Jordan had that uh, documentary yeah, about yeah, himself? Yeah, yeah. Well, in that documentary, Michael Jordan made sure he looked like he was incredible. And everybody wants against him. And Jerry Krause was the villain of that documentary. So all these young kids never even saw the team or whatever. They're booing Krause as well. Like, I know this is going to be a controversial thing to say. And with the age of uh, YouTube, TikTok, algorithms, Michael Jordan gets thrown through your algo quite a bit. Doesn't a little bit of feel that, hey, Michael, you're competitive, you're, the gra- you're one of the greatest of all time, like, just... Let it go, mate. Calm down and move on. Try and be happy. Like he's still beefing with people. Like he doesn't like what happened, and he still he just still feels like he's ultra competitive now. Still to this well, he, day, he was wired that way, Pete. That that's what made him who he was. Is yeah, that- but he's turning into an old man now, and there's nothing worse than a cranky old man, right? Look. Well. He's the best. I think he's the best of all time. And why why basketball, why is half of basketball media who's the best of all time? It's not that we've got nothing else to talk about. Like, yeah, we're talking about the algo, through your algo. Mm. It's someone talking about who the best of all of a sudden, Kevin Garnett, who's the best of all time. You know, it's just never ending. It's It's a never ending conversation. But But it's Jordan. Yeah. True. Um... (laughs) In terms of Bill Russell, in terms of um, booing someone that was dead, I'm actually not opposed to that. Depending like, on the person, Hitler, yeah. If Hitler, yeah, oh, he didn't kill Hitler, anybody or anything. Boo. Boo. No sound of music in the theaters. Made yeah. a decision that Michael His. Jordan didn't like. But um, yeah, I, I don't think booing dead people. Well, you know what? I, well, the thing is, I don't know what he did, Pete. To the booing upset that these I enjoy. Right? Yeah. This is. We're booings at its best. Mr. Bubbles. I'm no, booing. no. When there's a sporting event, the presentation ceremony, and, and the politician gets up yes. there, and everyone's booing, and he has to have that smile on his face. It, they yeah. reveal themselves to the sleazeballs they, they who, are. Who was that Labor guy in between Julia Gillard and Tony Abbott? Kevin Rudd? No. Nah. After, um, uh, Bill Shorten Bill Shorten I'd boo him I didn't ever like him <laughs> Is he still alive? I tell you who could take a booing John Howard oh, They booed it. him everywhere yeah. Left, right and centre No matter where he got He could take it like a champ It, it fed him <laughs> He didn't bat an eyelid no. man Howard was the, the master boo taker Yeah Yeah look Oracle I don't know I, I don't know what to say about that You shouldn't boo with a, with a widow there Out the of bounds Widow's a thing Out yeah. of bounds Yeah he just had a different way of running the team. That's all. Yeah. Like, okay. That's it. Yeah. So, sneaky. I'm back. You're back, are you? Stopped. Okay. So, Oracle, can we? There's. If we're going to get into a little bit of side stories. One. Uh, let's call him a Nuggets legend. Anthony oh, Carmelo, Carmelo Anthony came out on his podcast. Who doesn't have a podcast? Saying that the whole reason Jokic got given number 15 was to disrespect him. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, 
But oh, well, who's who would we retire? It has to be Joker's got the retirement. Well, why would you disrespect by even offering that, Anthony? Ass the disrespect in you offering that show me that you just wanted to erase everything that came prior to that right there. What was Anthony's record at the Nuggets? His record one conference what, final. His record was twenty eight. Sorry, 24.8 points, 6.3 rebounds, and 3.1 assists. Um, and now, what's Joker's? <laughs> yeah, but... but, but it, Matt, he has no chance of getting his number retired, is he? No, not at the Nuggets. Well, but hang on. So, Anthony's time at the Nuggets ended during the 2010-11 season when he pushed for a trade to the Knicks. Exactly. He, if you push for a trade, you get your time. He yeah, wanted you do. out. His wife at the time had a... Um, a, yeah, a media yeah. job, yeah, 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 had a media job there at New York, and he wanted to go. Nuggets got did pretty well out of it, but it left a sour taste in everyone's mind because they're going all right. They had George Carl there; they were going to the playoffs, but they just couldn't get it done, and and and, and he wanted out. But this is the thing that gets me: for him to say that the the they gave this to Jokic to erase him, if. They were just so Jokic was a number two, a deep number two pick. Who second round, you mean, Matt? Yeah, sorry, a, a, a second round, a deep second round pick who no one really thought was going to be anything. They just rolled the dice on him being a maybe. Jokic said he chose 15 because when he was playing for um, the junior Serbia t- youth team, he was the biggest kid on the team, and number 15 was the biggest jersey. So he just got given 15. I thought it was the number of his horse when it won the no. Serbian backwater harness racing championship. I so, thought that's why he got 15. No. So Gate 15. Was, so he was just wearing 15 as a young guy and it was available and he wore it. Like, obviously, he would have known that that was Camelo's, like surely would have known it was Camelo's. But how many young guys come through second round picks, Oracle, that play a couple of seasons and then they're gone or whatever? And if they were ever going to retire Carmelo's jersey, you know, there might have been a couple of, you know, number two picks wearing that. And then 10 years later, they retire. Do you retire a jersey Mm. of someone? That's an interesting question. Oracle, Carmelo Anthony, jersey retirement anywhere? Question mark. I think you could make an argument at the the Nuggets if if Jokic didn't have that. Is there many retirements Uh, of jerseys? With, he doesn't have a championship, does he? No, he doesn't. No, <laughs> no. So, so he, he never won anywhere. So how can can you retire a jersey if you haven't won? Does he, that what happen? He, what he's saying is, I mean, is that the the club did it to disrespect him and erase everything that came prior. But I I don't agree with that as such. Um, and like, oh yeah, sorry Nicole, you can't have that number because Carmelo used to wear that. Oh, who the guy that wanted to go a couple of years ago? Yeah. I yeah. can't imagine yeah. Joker push for it that hard. He said they probably asked, "What number do you want?" Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Yeah. I don't even think anyone gave it a second thought. It's possible. <laughs> like we're not retiring this one anyway. Fifteen's up for grabs. You want it? Okay. Yeah. Why not? Think of all the great players around in the NBA who don't have their numbers retired. You know, who have had great careers and achieved more than he has. And don't have it retired anywhere. You know, like he's not entitled to anything. And especially a team that he asked out of. No way. I think yeah. he's just trying to get <laughs> in the media again. That's all. Yeah, he needs, our, he needs our clicks. It's clickbait. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. Come on. Oh, oh, oh. Come on, Mello. I thought you are better than that. I scratched my head a little bit on that one. Clickbait. Now, the other one that came up on the sporting news. Um, NBA midseason award predictions. MVP, rookie of the year, defensive player of the year, and more for 2023. Do you want to go through what they um, reckon? I'd love to hear it, yeah. Okay. Defensive player of the year, Rudy Gobert. Every year, every year it's, just, it's hard to make a case against Gobert. It, They're coming do first. they have options there or is it just this is the one guy that we've selected and that's all? Um, Anthony is Davis is right there special? in this award. The Lakers have been had great defense with him anchoring the helm. Holgram and Wembeana deserve some consideration too. No. Nah. Come on. Cut it out. What about what about AG in the Nuggets? Defensive player of the year? Yeah. You must be 
seething with anger that he's not on the list because no one really but, thought to put him there. It's much like there uh, is, Camelo's can, number. Contavious Cold War Pope. <laughs> there is a player two guys right said there. that he should be considered that you haven't said yet, Matty. Sorry, Oracle? There is a player who's come out in the media and said that he should be considered for this award. Let me guess. Marcus Smart. No. Draymond Green. Russell Westbrook. Ooh. I tell you what, I think my uh, my statement that Russell Westbrook is the best three point two five million dollars spent in the NBA today. He's the most bang for your buck out there. No yeah. one's close. Yeah. No one's close. Yeah. The Clippers have just this, and you know, Rusty's Rusty. He's all star caliber. You can say what he he's got he's, it in him. He's class. He, and he's got the he's got the pedigree yeah. and it's three point nothing million. And they they have him just just there with in emergency break glass. What do you reckon, Oracle? Like that is a pretty good deal in the end of the day. Oh yeah, for sure. And there was a great game between the clips and the T Wolves just the other day. Really if you get a chance to watch it, terrific game. And the thing that was always a problem for Rudy Gobert when he was with the Jazz was that get to playoff time and you could get him off the court. And the Clippers played a small lineup and all that, and it just doesn't work anymore with the players that Rudy's got around him. He's the best defensive player on the best defensive team. I think he'd get my vote. Who's a, um, like someone who might be out of the box? Like I know you said Russ said he should be up there, but is there another player like... That you know, we don't really think about like let's say like Giannis. Uh, is what's that guy's name? That um, I think Chet was a good one because Chet. he's kind of turned the, their team into one that had no defense no at all before. Yeah, and him anchoring that defense has made all the difference to that team. Triple J out of the picture. Yeah, with all his injuries and how bad that team is playing. I mean, if they played the Warriors every week, they'd be okay, but um, I don't think Triple J is in it anymore. I think Kawhi should be on the list. Really? Yeah. Kawhi's in pretty good form. He looks fit too. Yeah, he'd be up there, Pete, for sure. What's the next award? Uh, The most improved. Well, that's got to be the maxi. Or Anthony Edwards. Yeah. Can, I, can I just throw something out at you before? Shea Gildress Alexander is averaging um, number one in the um, steals per game. Yeah, but you know what? Oh, so they played the Celtics the other day, and I watched him real close. Um, and I think I watched him another game too. He goes for a lot of steals, ah. which sometimes ends up with, you know, a four on five and all that sort of stuff. So... That doesn't make, for me, a great defensive player just by getting a, a lot of steals. Alan Iverson was another guy that got heaps of steals, but he wasn't a great defensive player either. So who did you say the you thought the most improved player would be, Oracle? I'd say either Maxi or Ant. I'll be dirty if it's Ant. I had him last year. Maxi. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll say it has to be Maxi at the they, moment. They just said... Um, He's gone from a, a good starter to being... A superstar. They're talking all star for him. Well, they said he's the second best player on one of the best teams in the NBA. So, and they said, keeping in mind, Maxi was relegated to the bench under Doc Rivers uh, for parts of last year. Funny that his meteoric rise has been remarkable. Good decision, Doc. Here's your check for for a nice cushy an analyst job. The reason I say could be Ant as well is when I watched that Clippers game, Anthony Edwards was the best player on the court. He was locking up Kawhi or poor George, whoever he was on. And he was scoring at will. Didn't matter who was on him. He is incredible. Well, and, Paul George um, had a quite quite game by his standards. That's for sure. That's a testament yeah. to Ant. So, so, yeah. I think Ant is in that top, top um, couple of players now. And, and to get into that group, I think that's harder to do than becoming an all-star. But look... I'm happy either way. And you picked him too. Yeah, he's an, he's early in the Oracle stable. Look, yeah. I actually think 
um, Maxi should get don't it. Don't say Chris Brown. Christian. Yeah. Christian Braun. Yeah. Braun Brown. Don't say him, please. No, I actually think Maxi should get it. Yep. Because of the. Um, Harden and. Nah, yeah. When you take last year into account and how he was being used, and you could see it in him, but. They they sort of held the reins back and, and and didn't let him be him, and then it's a completely different position. He's he's number one ball handler yeah. now. And so you got to give That's it. True. You got to say though that that wouldn't have happened without the coaching change. Like he just completely changed what he like. How does he do it? Growing up, coming rookie, going you're 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 this, and then all of a sudden you're now that. You're now point guard in the contender. Yeah. Like, You've got to take your hat off to the coach. It's an amazing... Going. Yeah, Nick Nurse, well done. So let's move on to the coach, coach of the year. Like, I wonder, what's Nick Nurse got to do? Like... Well, there was a few going to, at the start. What do you think, uh, Oracle? You know, one guy that gets overlooked, and, and I wonder, like everyone always says, you know, Spolstra. Spolstra and all that. But one guy that gets overlooked, who I think is going to be one of the top coaches, is the Utah coach. They're on a six-game winning streak right now. I think, even Matt, even more than that, if you look at their month, uh, they've been, I think, the best record in the league for this last month. So why were and, they crappy and now they're good? What What, what happened? So there was some lineup changes that he did. Yeah. The nine One of the biggest ones was putting in the guy from Atlanta that they were trying to trade for, that John Collins, yeah. for years they tried to trade him. They put him in the starting lineup because Walker Kessler was injured. So he started off, he went to the bench. And so now it's him and Markkinen. And then, I don't know if you remember this player called Chris Dunn. He's a yeah, journeyman. He's, he's been, he's starting, right? And, and their rookie that they got, um, he's starting to play better, Keontae George. Yeah, looks, like, and Abaji as well. He's playing yeah, all right so, too. Sexton so they, scored they 30. They came from nowhere Sexton last scored, year. Sexton scored 30 today, Oracle, too. Just oh, yeah, another yeah. one in the sneaky stable. Yeah. God, yeah, I want so, liked him for a while. I when you've got him. all these guys that are like, you know, nobodies or has-beens or... Like even Markkinen wasn't considered a... A great player before he went there. Yeah. And he's the one that's turned them all around. I think he's got to be in contention. Can you believe John Collins is only 26? No. It no. seems like he's been about oh, trading him for, for decades. Years. <laughs> wow. He's only 26. Um, Oracle, the who they actually thought was the um, standout coach of the year is Mark Dagnort. Oh, yeah. Thunder. Yeah. And they're not going too bad. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he's, he's a great coach too, yeah. I'd agree with that. What like, a good position the Thunder are in, eh? Yeah. Like, they've got... They can make pretty much whatever move they they want at the moment, and they've got a good team. Yeah. It's just prime position, isn't it? Yeah. They've just got picks. They've got players. they got... They can take their pick. Yeah. They really have those three players that you can build around. Now. Yeah. And they've got the picks to build it too. It's not like they don't have anything. They've got loads. So if they don't win a championship in the next four years, Oracle, has the GM failed? Well, this is his second attempt, isn't it, where he's got three great players. I don't know if these three are as good as the three that he had previously when he had Durant and Westbrook and Harden. But he had those three, and then he stuffed it all up. So I wonder if he's learned some lessons that, you know, that can carry him through this next iteration. We'll see. Mm. Yeah, but look at the players, the mix. Like, Harden is... Uh... They're, they're special kind of... They're unique players. Maybe the mix wasn't right, but look at the way well, Shea that, plays against see, the way... He had, where, where he went wrong, Pete, is he also had Serge Ibaka, and he chose Serge Ibaka as the third and got rid of Harden. He could have kept Harden, and he thought the package of future picks and everything was, was better, 
And Daryl Morey, who brought him to Houston, he thought he saw a superstar in him, and Daryl Morey was right. It's a, if all he'd done was a chosen Harden over Ibaka, you know, who knows what could have happened with that. Would Harden's number be retired? Where? Houston? No. Look, Interesting. He didn't even make it to a final. No, I'm just saying, like, if Carmelo is saying... About 15. Well, he's not saying he would have been retired. It's just saying... No, that that's implying, implying that it, it, yeah. like, if, if a number is untouchable, that so, means, you know, look, you, you think it's worth remembering. Like, so so Shaq got announced that Shaq's going to get his number retired for the Magic. But Shaq at least got them to the final. He was their first, like, superstar. You know, put them on the map and everything like that. I can see that. But with Melo, they've had better players before Melo, and they'll have better players after him. So here's and if you force your way out, well then that's it. Yeah. Forget it. So here's one: um, the Thunder lost today to the Lakers. Yeah, I watched that game. So what went wrong, Oracle? Well, well, what went right for the Lakers is they had a complete change of lineup at the start. They went offense. They started with D'Angelo Russell, who's been on a tear since they've started uh, been starting him. They also started Austin Reeves, and then they had you know LeBron AD, and then they had um, Prince, uh, that other wing. I can't Prince. remember his name right now. Prince, that's right. And so they went all offense, and then when guys like Rui came in, or when um, the former Nugget came Vanderbilt. in, Vanderbilt, yeah, they they played high energy. Um, defense and so I think they deserve to win I mean it was a close game all the way throughout and LeBron can still put his head down and charge I did think that Chet Holgan got some unlucky calls against AD at the start of the game you know how every time AD goes up for a rebound or something he does that big scream you know, he yeah. always screams every time yeah. he puts up a ball or whatever well that sort of got Chet out of the game early on and that kind of got Lakers off to a good start. But other than that, I think they deserve the game. They played good. Yeah, right. So, are the was that a loss to the Thunder or a great win to the Lakers? I thought it was a good win for the Lakers. They um, had a good game plan. I think going that all offense was good. And I think that D'Angelo Russell just doesn't work with him coming off the bench and trying to light it up. But if he's out there hitting shots, I think he's he's better off that way. I do think that the Thunder sort of took the foot off the gas with driving. They should have, maybe they were scared of AD or something, but Shea could get past any of those perimeter players anytime he wanted, and I don't think he took advantage of that enough. How did he go when it was one-on-one with him going up against AD and trying to finish? Most of the times, AD was at the at the um, at the bucket. So I saw um, Shea doing mostly jump shots. He'd get past the first guy and then take a mid ranger. And when it was super tight, it just didn't fall for him. Ah, uh, okay. But it was a good. It was good to see Lakers back. I, I thought that was the best game they played in a while. What do you think about the? We should. Touch on the big game. Which one? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Ooh. And you know, I I looked up my you know, dream team with, to my horror, Joker, GTD, game time decision. Are we ever going to see a classic between the two of them? Is it going to happen? Well, I don't actually know what's wrong with Jokic. I don't know either. Is it head games? He's been, he's been um, game time decision for a bit now, for a week. Mm. But Did, didn't Embiid make a uh, a joke of him last time he played him? I can't remember that's when that was. I think, I think Embiid scored forty the last time he was at home and the Jokic came to visit. Maybe that's maybe right. Jokic maybe is ducking him. Yeah, possible. Forty-one today. He's back, Oracle. Um, and Bede came out saying that to him, it's not about getting a back-to-back MVP. It's about getting his body right for a playoff run, which is good to hear. That's good to hear. 
Yeah, and and maybe that that is what we've wanted all along. Is we want him to play well, and if he takes off a couple of games here and there, good for him. Yeah, I tell you what, I've got to feel sorry for old Tobias. He's the twine that's holding the ship together when it beads out. He comes back, he gets seven shots. <laughs> so, Peter, are you thinking like the game style you guys are playing at the moment, the Nuggets going to struggle? Because it's a totally different team to last year when yeah, you played. Um, we'll see how, you know, we've got a pretty quick guard. Mm, we don't like quick guards. So, um, should be a big game from Maxi. Yeah, I think he got twenty seven today, and 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 Embiid scored forty the last time they played him at home, and he scored forty today. So Embiid's looking good when his stats are looking excellent. Everything's all every metric is up. So yeah, he's just got to get the body right, and he might even squeeze the MVP if he squeezes that amount of games. Yeah. Um. Hey, can we just quickly go through the other um, awards? We never got to the rookie of the year. Oh, Chet. Um, is everyone agreed on Chet? Yeah, for sure. Do you remember the start of the year? Everyone's money was on um, the Wemby. big, the big Frenchman Wemby and Benyama, including this guy on the other end of the line. Hasn't Chet done yeah. well to, you know, beat the hype and come back and actually just play awesome basketball and and show that maybe Wemby. Like although he's got certain talents and whatever, isn't the player that he is right now anyway? Yeah. Like, well, well, I don't, I don't know. Look, I think that when the system that Wemby's in sucks for him. Yeah. There's so many times when he should be getting the ball and he's not, and Chet's playing in a professional team where they're trying to win. They're contenders. And, and Chet's up for it. Oklahoma are contenders. They are. They are. Yeah, for sure. I wouldn't and like. Chet's made him a contender. They're going to get. Looks like I couldn't. I can imagine them getting home court for the first two rounds. I think. Yeah, whereas Wemby, like you, you watch the game just in disbelief about why are they passing this guy the ball. You know, like he's open and they don't give him the ball. I don't. I don't think it's all his fault. He's not a bust. He's going to be a superstar as well. They yeah. just need some better players around him and a better coach. Someone that can pass. Yeah. There's a rumor that DeJounte Murray might be headed back there. Really? And for who? Yeah, he actually said it, he'd be honored to return there. Honored? Mm. Yeah, I guess uh, I guess Atlanta's not all... Must be a t- it's a tough gig, uh, right? Yeah. Sixth man of the year. Um, sixth man... Do they have any guys there under contention? No. Rusty? Um, Bogdan Bogdanovich at the Hawks. 17.6 points per game in 28.3 minutes. Yeah, but then don't you award the six man? Is it a pure stats award? Because don't they have to save? Isn't it like the the reliever in the ninth yeah. in baseball? Like they have a save or they save so, the game? Something has to be said for the guy that comes in on the second unit, the, the first unit Turns crashes it? and burns and they've got a 10-point deficit and some bloke comes on and evens it up and, the, you know, and then gives a second... Well, uh, he's doing that, but they're not winning. No. I, I think a, a six-player of the year should be a player where you've got uh, a starting squad who are good, but this oh, six... Like Norman Powell. This six-man makes the... Second unit, say great as a second unit, and and catapults that good team up into being, you know, better than good. Matherin starting to pick up in that spot, I guess. Yeah, Norman Powell, I like. I like uh, Russell Westbrook. Reggie Jackson. Yeah. Reggie Jackson had moments when um when Jamal was out, and even bef- before where he was getting like. He got times where he was getting mid twenties. I've got it. Yeah, I know I've who got... it is. Who? Nas Reed. The Timberwolves. Really? Haven't you always yeah, the liked guy Nas Reed? He's another one in the stable. Yeah. He's a guy that either of their big men can be on the court with him, 
He always hits his first couple of threes. And he he's a terrific big he's he's by far the best big man off the bench. I I'm gonna give him my vote. Okay. Better than Drummond. Big drum. For sure. <laughs> Better than um Is my guy. DeAndre Jordan. Jordan. DeAndre Jordan, DJ. <laughs> yep. Hey um MVP, we've got to do that quickly. Um, this mob here said um, Jokic, but then they also mentioned Shea Gildress, close runner-up, and Embiid, a close runner-up to Shea. That's my three. Um, Embiid has had a fantastic season in his own right. On a statistical basis, is a great argument to be the front-runner, but has missed nine games already, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that would be the reason. Um, Shea Gildress would be my runner-up. He's made a huge leap in the standings. Um uh, literal driver of that improvement leads the league yet again in drives per game and most steals per game by a wide margin blah 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 um, and then Jokic where everyone knows what he's done um, played well I actually don't think this award will become clear as to who it should be until you know over a month from now mm. well if they've put a, a limit like a minimum, sorry, I think it was 60. What is it? Or the amount of games. Like 65? Yeah. Like I think if, that's to get into the All-NBA, isn't it? Yeah, if they don't... Um, if they miss that threshold, games missed doesn't count. Do you think? I reckon there's more to it than just the stats, though. But um, I, I actually don't really care about games missed. I don't either. Like, yeah. to a degree, you know what I mean? Like, whether it's 15 or 20, eh, or, or it's 10 it's, or 15. It's, it's eh. hard to split. It's hard to split. They're both they're yeah, but, the but obvious if, three, If one though. player's played 20 more games than the other... That's a stat. But that shouldn't disregard another player for playing 20 less Oracle. That's one of the stats to be taken into consideration. I don't know, but if you're there every night... Compared yes. to being there but, for three quarters of the season, I think that's important. But I think that's yeah, a but, stat, rather, and, but it shouldn't disqualify. I think it. I think it's subjective with uh, centers and guards. It's harder for the big men to to play eighty. True. Like to yeah. play seventy five games. If you want a big man to win the award ever, you've got to give him a bit of a leeway for games missed. But in saying that, how many but of the, the uh, big men win all the time? How many are now? Le- how many elite guards, Pete, are playing um, the whole season? Like you look at Halliburton, you look at Curry, you look at you know Murray, you look at all these guys that are taking time. Shea's had time Max off. Max given it a tilt. Okay. But I'm saying it's not necessarily true to say that the big men have more time off than the little men. The little – Jar Morant, the little men definitely have time off as well. Yeah. Bane's off at the moment, you know, like – Yeah. Septum. I tell you what, the white boys, Kobe and Derek, <laughs> what, what seasons they're having. Great seasons. He, he yeah. won the game for us today. Uh, hey, guys, we just clicked over to nine o'clock. Yeah. Oracle, uh, have you got anything else, mate? Can't wait for the game tomorrow. Yeah. Should be a classic. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, by Hopefully the way, they all play. no updates or. When do you think you're going to get to see it? Oh, yeah. Radio silence, Radio please. silence? Yeah. Radio silence until I say so. Yeah. So nothing I'll, nothing on the group until... Uh, I will watch a little bit in my lunch break. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, Oracle. See you, Oracle. You've been listening to Aussies on NBA. I hope you've enjoyed it. It was a sucker punch. I'm an OG fan. Pete, no one leaked any video of that that I've heard of. Um, <laughs> so it's on certain be- websites. <laughs> I have them as the East version of the Phoenix Suns. Now he's a hero. For the first time, I think, in his career, Embiid's going to be surrounded by the guys that can shoot. The best upside in the league. What sort of toughness is he going to bring? He's not going to play until Putin resigns. This is a heart and soul of the league. 
And Kevin Love should be happy. Are you going to let him talk about Mason Plumley like that? What team would look good defensively playing against the Celtics? Chris Paul's probably no longer going to be a first ballot, walk-up start, Hall of Famer. Chris Paul's fading. Because you're just so scared of him. 